0: Section 12 of A Holy Life The Beauty of Christianity by John Bunyan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 12. Fifth. Let those that name the name of Christ depart from the iniquity of their closet. This may be called part of the iniquity of the house, but because it is not public, but as a retired part, therefore I put it here by itself. There are many closet sins that professors may be guilty of, and from which they have need to depart. As one, there is the pride of a library, that is the study or closet, and I doubt this sin and iniquity to this day is with many great professors, and in my judgment it is thus manifested, one, when men secretly please themselves to think it is known what a stock of books they have or when they take more pleasure in the number of, than the matter contained in, their books. 2. When they buy books rather to make up a number than to learn to be good, and godly men thereby. 3. When, though they own their books to be good and godly, yet they will not conform thereto. This is an iniquity now on foot in this land, and ought to be departed from. It is better to have no books, and depart from iniquity, than to have a thousand, and not to be bettered in my soul thereby. 2. There is an iniquity that attends the closet, which I may call, by the name of vacancy. When men have a closet to talk of, not to pray in, a closet to look upon, not to bow before God in, a closet to lay up gold in but not to mourn in for the sins of my life. A closet that could it speak would say, My owner is seldom here upon his knees before the God of heaven, seldom here humbling himself for the iniquity of his heart, or to thank God for the mercies of his life. 3. Then also a man is guilty of closet iniquity, when though he doth not utterly live in the neglect of duty, he formally, carnally and without reverence and godly fear performs it. Also, when he asketh God for that which he cannot abide should be given him, or when he prayeth for that in his closet that he cannot abide in his house nor in his life. 4. Then also a man is guilty of closet iniquity, when he desireth that the sound of the devotion he doth there may be heard by them without in the house, the street, or of those that dwell by. For a closet is only for the man and God to do things in secretly. Matthew 6.6 6. These things let the professor beware of, lest he add to his iniquity sin, until he and it comes to be loathsome. The closet is by God appointed for men to wait upon him in and to do it without hypocrisy, to wait there for his mind and his will, and also for grace to perform it. And how can a man that went last time out of his closet to be naught have the face to come thither again? If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear my prayer. And if so, then he will not meet me in my closet. And if so, then I shall quickly be weary thereof being left to myself and the vanity of my mind. It is a great thing to be a closet Christian, and to hold it. He must be a close Christian. That will be a closet Christian. When I say a closet Christian, I mean one that is so in the hidden part, and that also walks with God. Many there be that profess Christ, who do oftener in London frequent the coffee-house than their closet, and that sooner in a morning run to make bargains than to pray unto God, and begin the day with Him. But for thee, who professeth the name of Christ, do thou depart from all these things, do thou make conscious of reading and practicing, do thou follow after righteousness, do thou make conscience of beginning the day with God? FOR HE THAT BEGINS IT NOT WITH HIM WILL HARDLY END IT WITH HIM. HE THAT RUNS FROM GOD IN THE MORNING WILL HARDLY FIND HIM AT THE CLOSE OF THE DAY, NOR WILL HE THAT BEGINS WITH THE WORLD AND THE VANITIES THEREOF, IN THE FIRST PLACE, BE VERY CAPABLE OF WALKING WITH GOD ALL THE DAY AFTER. IT IS HE THAT FINDS GOD IN HIS CLOSET THAT WILL CARRY THE SAVOR OF HIM INTO HIS HOUSE, HIS SHOP, AND HIS MORE OPEN CONVERSATION. When Moses had been with God in the mount his face shone, he brought of that glory into the camp. Exodus 34 Sixth, I add again, let those that name the name of Christ depart from the iniquity that cleaveth to opinions. This is a sad age for that. Let opinions in themselves be never so good, never so necessary, never so innocent, Yet there are spirits in the world that will entail iniquity to them, and will make the vanity so inseparable with the opinion, that it is almost impossible with some to take in the opinion and leave out the iniquity, that by the craft and civility of Satan is joined thereto. Nor is this a thing new and of yesterday. It has been thus almost in all ages of the church of God and that not only in things small and indifferent, but in things fundamental and most substantial. I need instance in none other for proof thereof but the doctrine of faith and holiness. If faith be preached as that which is absolutely necessary to justification, then faith fantastical and looseness and remissness in life with some are joined therewith. If holiness of life be preached as necessary to salvation, then they say that faith is undervalued, and set below its place and works as to justification, with God set up and made co-partners, with Christ's merits in the remission of sins. Thus iniquity joineth itself with the great and most substantial truths of the gospel, and it is hard to receive any good opinion whatever but iniquity will join itself thereto. Ephesians 5, 12, 13 Wicked spirits do not only tempt men to transgress the moral law, but do present themselves in heavenly things, working there and laboring in them to wrest the judgment and turn the understanding and conscience awry in those high and most important things. Wherefore I say, we must be the more watchful and careful, lest we be abused in our notions and best principles by the iniquities that join themselves thereto. It is strange to see at this day how, notwithstanding all the threatenings of God, men are wedded to their own opinions, beyond what the law of grace and love will admit. Here is a presbyter. Here is an independent and a Baptist, so joined each man to his own opinion, that they cannot have that communion one with another, as by the testament of the Lord Jesus they are commanded and enjoined. What is the cause? Is the truth? No. God is the author of no confusion in the church of God. 1 Corinthians 14.33 It is, then, because every man makes too much of his own opinion— abounds too much in his own sense, and takes not care to separate his opinion from the iniquity that cleaveth thereto. That this confusion is in the church of Christ, I am of Paul, I of Apollo, I of Cephas, and I of Christ, is to manifest, but what unbecoming language is this for the children of the same Father, members of the same body, and heirs of the same glory? to be accustomed to. Whether is it pride or hypocrisy or ignorance or self or the devil or the Jesuit or all these jointly working with the church that makes and maintains these names of distinction, this distinction and want of love, this contempt of one another, those base and undervaluing thoughts of brethren, will be better seen to the same and confusion of some in the judgment. In the meantime, I advise thee, with whom I am at this time concerned, to take heed of this mixture, this sinful mixture of truth and iniquity together, and to help thee in this thing. Keep thine eye much upon thine own base self. Labor also to be sensible of the imperfections that cleave to thy best performances. Be clothed with humility and prefer thy brother before thyself. And know that Christianity lieth not in small matters, neither before God, nor understanding men, and it would be well if those that so stickle by their private and unscriptural notions, which only is iniquity cleaving to truth. I say it would be well if such were more sound in faith and morals, and if by their lives they gave better conviction to the world that the truth and grace of Christ is in them. Sometimes so much iniquity is mixed with good opinions that it prevails, not only to hurt men in this world, but to drown them in misery everlasting. It was good that the Jews did own and allow the ceremonies of the law, But since the iniquity that joined itself thereto did prevail with them to make those ceremonies co partners with Christ in those matters that pertained to Christ alone, therefore they perished in them. The Galatians also, with many of the Corinthians, had like to have been overthrown by these things. Take heed, therefore, of that iniquity that seeketh to steal with the truth into thy heart, thy judgment, and understanding nor doth one iniquity come without another. They are linked together, and come by companies. And therefore, usually, they that are superstitious in one thing are corrupted in several other. The more a man stands upon his points to justify himself and to condemn his holy brethren, the more danger he is in of being overcome of diverse evils. And it is the wisdom of God to let it be so. THAT FLESH MIGHT NOT GLORY IN HIS PRESENCE, HIS SOUL WHICH IS LIFTED UP. Habakkuk 2, four, TO WIT, WITH HIS GOOD DOINGS, WITH HIS ORDER AND METHODS IN RELIGION, HIS SOUL IS NOT UPRIGHT IN HIM. I HAVE OFTEN SAID IN MY HEART, WHAT IS THE REASON THAT SOME OF THE BRETHREN SHOULD BE SO SHY OF HOLDING COMMUNION WITH THOSE EVERY WIT US GOOD, IF NOT BETTER THAN THEMSELVES? Is it because they think themselves unworthy of their holy fellowship? No, verily, it is because they exalt themselves, they are leavened with some iniquity, that hath mixed itself with some good opinions that they hold. And therefore it is that they say to others, Stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. Isaiah 65, 5 But what is the sentence of God concerning those? why, these are a smoke in my face, a fire that burneth all the day. Wherefore, as I said before, so I say now again, take heed of the iniquity that cleaveth to good opinions, the which thou wilt in no wise be able to shun, unless thou be clothed with humility. But, Seventh, let them that name the name of Christ depart from hypocrisies. This exhortation is as the first general, for hypocrisies are of that nature, that they spread themselves as the leprosy of the body all over, not the faculties of the soul only, but all the duties of a man, so that here is a great iniquity to be parted from, an overspreading iniquity. This sin will get into all thy profession, into every wit of it, and will make the whole of it a loathsome stink in the nostrils of God. Hypocrisy will be in the pulpit, in conference, in closets, in communion of saints, in faith, in love, in repentance, in zeal, in humility, in alms, in the prison, and in all duties. Ezekiel eight twelve, Malachi two, two, Matthew six two, eight twenty and twenty one. 23:15 Luke 12:1 and 2 20 and 19 and 20 1 Corinthians 13:3 2 Corinthians 6:6 Colossians 2:23 2, 2 Timothy 1:5 So that here is for the keeping of thy soul upright and sincere more than ordinary diligence to be used Hypocrisy is one of the most abominable of iniquities. It is a sin that dares it with God. It is a sin that saith God is ignorant, or that he delighteth in iniquity. It is a sin that flattereth, that disassembleth, that offereth to hold God, as it were, fair in hand, about that which is neither purposed nor intended." It is also a sin that puts a man upon studying and contriving to beguile and deceive his neighbor, as to the bent and intent of the heart, and also as to the cause and end of actions. It is a sin that persuadeth a man to make a show of civility, morality, or Christian religion, as a cloak, a pretense, a guise, to deceive withal. It will make a man preach for a place and praise— rather than to glorify God and to save souls. It will put a man upon talking, that he may be commended. It will make a man, when he is at prayer in his closet, strive to be heard without doors. It will make a man ask for that he desireth not, and show zeal in duties, when his heart is as cold as senseless, and as much without savor as a clod. It will make a man pray to be seen and heard of men rather than to be heard of god it will make a man strive to weep when he repenteth not and to pretend much friendship when he doth not love it will make a man pretend to experience and sanctification when he has none and to faith and sincerity when he knows not what they are there is opposed to this sin simplicity innocency and godly sincerity, without which three graces thou wilt be a hypocrite. Let thy notions, thy knowledge, thy profession, and condemnations from others be what they will. Helps against this sin there are many, some of which I shall now present thee with. Psalms 16.2, 21.2, Luke 16.15, 1. Believe that God's eye is always upon thy heart, to observe all the ways, all the turnings and windings of it. 2. Believe that he observeth all thy ways, and marks thy actions. The ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. Proverbs 5.21 3. Believe that there is a day of judgment a-coming, and that then all things shall be revealed and discovered as they are. FOR THERE IS NOTHING COVERED THAT SHALL NOT BE REVEALED, NEITHER HID THAT SHALL NOT BE KNOWN. THEREFORE WHATSOEVER YE HAVE SPOKEN IN DARKNESS SHALL BE HEARD IN THE LIGHT, AND THAT WHICH YE HAVE SPOKEN IN THE EAR IN CLOSETS SHALL BE PROCLAIMED UPON THE HOUSETOPS. LUKE 22, 2 AND 3. 4. BELIEVE THAT A HYPOCRITE, WITH THE CUNNING AND SHROUDS FOR HIS hypocrisy CAN GO UNSEEN NO FURTHER THAN THE GRAVE, NOR CAN HE LONGER FLATTER HIMSELF WITH THOUGHTS OF LIFE. For the triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment. Though His Excellency mount up to the heavens, and His head reach unto the clouds, yet He shall perish for ever, like His own dung. They which have seen Him shall say, Where is He? He shall fly away as a dream, and shall not be found. Yea, He shall be chased away as a vision of the night. Job twenty 5-8. five through 8 5 believe that god will not spare a hypocrite in the judgment no nor punish him neither with ordinary damnation but as they have sinned in a way by themselves so there they shall receive greater damnation luke 20:47 of all sins the sin of hypocrisy bespeaks a man most in love with some lust because he dissembleth both with god and man to keep it end of section 12 Recording by Scarlett, Louisiana.